alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. Welcome to the 69th annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody, and I'm joined by my pal, Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. Uh, we've had actually pretty good weather in Minnesota lately. Not too hot, not too cold, not too humid. Just been nice out. How's uh, How's Arizona been treating you? Still, uh, still hot as fucking hell, but had a good week at work, so pretty pumped to record. Uh, I don't know, it's been hot as shit, but it's always hot as shit, so. <laughs> uh, so, a week has passed, and it appears that, I can never say her name, is it Jelaine? Jelaine Maxwell? Maxwell. I know, like, uh, the last podcast guys always refer to her as, like, Jizzeline. So then it mixes up in my head and I can never pronounce her name right. But uh, it appears she is right. I did or is alive still. And I had heard that she was denied bail. So I guess they're keeping her in the slammer. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that also. Uh, The thing is, she has enough resources that no matter what bail they give her, she can get herself out of jail. And they know that she's a flight risk, too. So well, I was, luckily they made the right decision. Well, I was going to say, wasn't she technically a fugitive for six months? Like, I don't think yeah, they're going to give you bail for that. She was on the run forever. The problem is she's a wealthy person and wealthy people can hire just the am- most amazing lawyers. And usually they can get the judge to uh, give them bail, even though the judge really shouldn't give them bail. So, yeah, but it's like. I feel like with how hot her story is, who's going to want to defend like someone who had a pedophile ring? That's true. I I, I don't know. I have been seeing some pretty amazing memes on Instagram lately. There was one where it was talking about it was like in four squares. It was a cartoon and it was talking about how if they find her dead with 30 stab wounds and like shush written on the wall in paint. Then on the bottom one, it was a newscaster saying that it was the oddest case of coronavirus doctors have ever seen. <laughs> New symptom. You get stabbed yeah. to death when you have coronavirus. 35 stab wounds and a garrote tied around your neck. Well, I guess that uh, speaking of that, that should lead us right into, I guess, the conspiracy theory that's popping off this week, which is all about Wayfair and people now believing that. Some of the overpriced cabinets and stuff, I guess we're containing children in them or something. Yeah, it's the first thing that I saw about this was the CEO of Wayfair uh, being seen in pictures with uh, Jezeline Maxwell chick. And then it started getting tied that possibly some of those $15,000 cabinets were actually just transport vehicles for trafficked children. I mean, 
So there is actually, I didn't know this, there is actually pictures of the CEO of Wayfair with that lady. Yes, I don't know. I've seen a bunch of pictures online. I'm not sure if those are real. It's hard to tell these days if those are real or just photoshopped. (laughs) But there are like supposed pictures of those two together. Well, the, the thing I understand about Wayfair is it's kind of like Amazon in the fact that it's a website designed for other companies to sell their goods on there. And it's not, I mean, it's monitored by Wayfair, but not in the same sense, because if you're a separate company selling your goods, technically you could try to sell them for how much ever you feel like they're worth. Kind of like one of those, is it an online marketplace kind type of situation? Like, it, I think it'd be kind of like eBay kind of now, but I'm not entirely sure. I think maybe Wayfair handles the shipping, um, but it just reminds me, I remember, you know, I've looked for random stuff on Amazon, whatever, and sometimes you'll find something that's kind of rare, and it's, let's say it's worth $100, and you'll find it on Amazon, and somebody's selling it for like $3,000 just because there's you can't buy it anywhere else. So people assume it's worth that much. So I don't know if maybe it's something like that. Could be a pedophile ring. Um, I do know there was a story of one of the cabinets that had a missing child's name. They thought it was connected to a missing girl. And then she posted a video saying, I'm not actually missing any longer. Or whatever, and stop saying that Wayfair's selling me or whatever. Huh. So no, I've never heard that one before. But you know where they were connecting the names with the cabinets and relating them back to missing kids. Okay. Did you read like a news story on that? Or well, yeah, kind of, kind of. I was reading into it. Uh, someone I'd been talking to a couple people about it this week actually, and they sent me an article about it. And essentially, what it looked like is. So let's say we have, we just say Sony uh, cabinet, right? They're selling mm-hmm. it for 15000 Well, it might be like Sony Michelle cabinet or something. So it has like a person's name. And then they were taking that person's name and searching through missing people. And then they find a Michelle and be like, oh, I wonder if the missing child was abducted and they're selling it under the guise of this. So you buy this and that's what child you get. Is I- ca- kind of how they're connecting the dots yeah i don't that sounds kind of (laughs) weird because i mean couches have names like that yeah you know yeah like every single couch you buy is like like the brand name and then like the certain line of couch and it sometimes it has like human name you know people's names so i don't know if it's like the brand name and then like the product name of like the cabinet but yeah, I guess I'll have to look more into yeah, that. Yeah, there, there was something about if you type the SKU number into, uh, like, Google, apparently missing children's pictures will come up as well. I don't really know how much validity there is to that, but uh, I heard that on, I think, uh, the last podcast, Side Stories or something, they were talking about that, so I I don't know. I, I keep telling people, I'm like, why would they hide on Wayfair when it literally required a pedophile island like Jeffrey Epstein had to pull this off. Why would, I mean, you know, hiding it in plain sight, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Maybe 
instead of having like a secluded island where people wonder what's going on there, they just, yeah, hide it in plain sight. And then people don't think there's anything up with it because it's just that commercial you see. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe a few months from now we'll learn more about it. I don't really know. At the moment, I don't personally think Wayfair has a secret pedophile ring, but that's just my opinion. Maybe more information will come out. I don't know. We like right now in particularly in the year 2020, we are living in a world with wild conspiracies everywhere. So uh, you could just add this to the list. Yeah, we definitely picked the right time to start a conspiracy podcast, <laughs> which <laughs> it's crazy. The world is the world's different every single month. We live in a completely different fucking it's almost like we live in a different dimension of like parallel dimension parallel universe of our own earth every month where something else like catastrophic is happening and we're just like oh remember when the catastrophic thing two months ago was this or this you know yeah kind of odd. uh i'm just hoping by the end of the year maybe the government will release information that ufo ufos actually exist and they will make contact with human beings. That's all I want for the end of 2020. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I suspect when the whole alien, uh, if there ever is like the de declassification of all of the aliens and the aliens actually make contact, I'm guessing that we just be kind of become their official servants like right away and not just underneath the surface style, you know? Yeah, that's possible. Uh, last thing before we dive in the episode here, Phil, you remember, did you see the picture of uh, President Eisenhower's music vinyl record that I linked you? Yes, I did. What are the odds, man? Wow. <laughs> I, all I can think about now when I see him is him signing a treaty with the aliens. Yeah. And I think uh, it was it was inside that meme where it said, um, I wonder if he played this album for the aliens when he signed that treaty. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. <laughs> well, anyway, Phil, we're going to let's dive in here. We got a uh, juicy hot topic we're going to be discussing today. Um, oh. And that that being, of course, 5G. Now, Holy shit. Yeah. Got a barn burner for the fans today. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of disinformation about 5G going around, and I felt like Maybe we should just talk about it because this is something we actually know quite a bit about 5G technology and why maybe you shouldn't really have to worry about it too much. Um, now, I wanted to note, and I spoke to Phil about this, this is not Subliminal Deception's coronavirus uh, episode. We wanted, him and I both talked that we want to make sure when we talk about coronavirus, we have uh, the luxury of time passing so we have a full scope of everything that's going on because right now it might as well be a machine gun shooting theories in the air as far as the coronavirus so we're gonna let that we're gonna put that one to the side hopefully maybe next year sometime everything will be kosher with the the virus and then we can talk about it but 5g we'll be talking about coronavirus a little bit in its relation to 5g but that's it. So no, yeah, definitely uh, talking about coronavirus is something that you need to do after the vaccine comes out and turns us all into brain dead robots <laughs> at Bill the behest of Bill Gates. So and a giant satanic throne rises, splits earth in half and <laughs> rises up and Bill Gates is up there 
with his horn of fi- or he has his crown of fifty horns on. Or what yeah. is it in Revelation? <laughs> the beast of it, twelve crowns or ten crowns or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's, it's pretty uh, metal, actually. Yeah, all of the all of his horns and all of his crowns, and it's all in uh, the Book of Revelations, uh, like the prophet conspiracy theory type um, shit, where they try to figure out like the end of days. Honestly, I have wanted to do that for this show, like connecting revelations with like what real events could have happened in relation to the book of revelations. You know, I think that'd be Mm -hmm. really fun, but uh, we'll probably get to that one day. You know, obviously we love theology on this podcast, as you can probably tell. So anyway, now I'm going to start off with, we're going to learn all about 5g and what it actually does. Now the article that I took this from because time's very important when it comes to 5g it was a PC magazine article that was last updated on April of this year. So the information is fairly relevant. Now, what exactly is 5G? Now, when you think about 5G, essentially, the 5 is the number in the generation. And the G literally means generation in regards to wireless cellular technology. Let's go through a real quick history of the G's. 1G was analog cellular. 2G technologies such as CDMA, GSM, and TDMA were the first generation of digital cellular technologies. Now, what I think this means is 2G, Phil, would have essentially been right in our wheelhouse when you had the Nokia bricks and things like that. You remember those? Yes. Yeah, I think when the when those razors first came out, I believe those were like 2G. I th- you think the razor cuz I think razors might have actually been the 3G, which I'll talk about in a second here, because I think okay. 1G was I think if you watch like the documentary Jurassic Park, when they're using like the satellite phones or Congo, the movie Congo, I think yes. those are 1G. Because those are an- yeah. analog phones, I believe. There was an episode of French Prince of Bel-Air where some stockbroker dude um, has Will Smith's character uh, working for him. And he talks about getting a brand new, he calls it a cellular phone. And it's one of those gigantic, it's like the size of a shoebox, basically. <laughs> I would assume that is 1G technology. Uh, by the way, quick side note here. If anybody is in the mood to get depressed and feel ultra uncomfortable, look up the Will and Jada Smith video about Jada talking about cheating on Will Smith. It's very uncomfortable. It ah, it's so cringy. I would give it a watch. It's just ugh. It, is he in the same shot while yes. she's speaking? Oh, it's okay. them two together talking about her affair. And she doesn't call it. <laughs> She doesn't call it an affair or anything. She calls it an entanglement. It's so uncomfortable. I feel so oh. bad for Will Smith. I feel so bad for Will Smith. Anyway. I've seen that word going around on uh, Instagram a lot. Yeah. So that must be where that came from. That is from her. That is from okay. Jada Pinkett Smith. And it's very awkward. Anyway. Now, 3G technology such as EVDO, HSPA, and UMTS brought speeds from 200 kilobytes a second to a few megabytes per second. So actually, maybe you're right. 
maybe the three G's act. Nah, I'm trying to remember because I was working at Best Buy when the iPhone first came out, and I don't think they had three G technology yet. I okay. think that came a little afterwards, like maybe a generation or so afterwards. And by the way, these abbreviations, I have no idea what they mean. They're cell phone lingo for something I don't really know. But you know what 3G, 4G, and 5G uh, stand for, essentially. It's all you really need to know. Yep. Now, 4G technology, such as Wi-Fi Max and LTE, were the next next compatible leap forward, and they are now scaling up to hundreds of megabytes and even gigabyte-level speeds. Now, this is what predominantly we are using right now and what we have been using for essentially the last 10 years is 4G. And right now, you've probably seen it on your cell phone if you have a fairly new cell phone is 4G LTE. That's like the hottest shit right now, okay? Yeah, unless you are a T-Mobile customer. And then <laughs> pretty much your emails are being sent by an overweight postman. What? What? uh do you have what what phone do you have? So uh, about a year and a half ago, I switched to T-Mobile because of their veterans plan. They have unlimited everything all over the world uh, in their veterans plan. And I had Verizon before that. And it was Verizon worked everywhere in the valley. It was lightning fucking quick. I switched to T-Mobile. Now I can't even listen to music when I go down to the pool because I get no coverage in my really? entire neighborhood right here. It's so spotty. Is it no coverage or is it really slow due to everybody using it? No coverage. I get a triangle. I was going to say, because I have Verizon and since everybody's been on quarantine and stuff and using their cell phones a lot more, fucking my internet is really like shoddy. Sometimes it'll work great. Sometimes it won't work at all. But that's because so many people are using it so often now. Kind of like... Even my home internet, I've noticed certain days it'll run like shit because so many people are streaming Netflix or whatever. So, or working from home, or working from home. Yes. So, and actually, no, I get, I get no bars. I really? Yeah. Okay. It's weird because from what I didn't really include it here, but it seems like, um, fi- like as far as five G is concerned, T-Mobile is one of the main ones leading the charge. So. Um, maybe eventually oh. they'll be really good. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Or they're just going to have 5G, but it's going to be barely anywhere. <laughs> now, the biggest benefit from 5G is going to be the increased speed and the reduction in latency. Now, have you, like I mentioned, have you ever noticed during peak hours of the day or like uh, I was just talking about too many people using it, it slows way down. Well, the whole benefit of 5G is to increase those channels. So what 5G is essentially designed to do, if you think like 4G, let's say for a four lane highway, and eventually you get a traffic jam. Now, what 5G is essentially trying to do is to turn that four uh, four lane highway into, say, like a 12 lane highway, allowing more people to go through there without disrupting each other. That's essentially Mm -hmm. what what 5G is leading us towards. And I'm assuming 6G, 7G, all this shit, that's essentially what it's doing. But um, from from what I was reading right now, as far as technology is concerned, it's essentially 
creating larger networks, allowing more people to traverse back and forth through it and not cause log jams like 4G does right now. Because I'm going to assume when 4G was first starting, they didn't assume as many people were going to be using cell phones as we have, you know, today. Well, I think I think they knew um, that a lot of people were going to be using it. I don't think they figured as many people were going to get 4G as quickly as people did. Because I remember there was 3G that was around, and then all of a sudden 4G was this thing that you thought like no one had or only like the people who spent the most money could get. Then all of a sudden, every phone just had 4G. So it's almost like you might as well not even have it anymore because there's so many people that have it. It's just such like so widely used. Is that kind of how it is? Yeah, basically. Um, Okay. And, you know, I'm going to get into it pretty quick here, but uh, essentially people are really afraid of 5G right now. And really, you can't even use 5G right now. Like, like literally in the year 2020, it is out there, but you cannot really use it. Do you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's not really. It's almost like the systems are there, but they're just kind of like waiting and idle. Yeah. Is that how it? Yeah. Yeah. They, like, it, it's kind of like building a, a snowman, I guess. You start with a small piece of snow and it slowly gets bigger. Well, uh, it, it takes a long time to, like, get the infrastructure up so everybody can use it. Uh, like I said, and I'm going to talk about later here, is 4G literally started in 2010. Were you even thinking about using 4G in 2010? Ten <laughs> years ago. 10 years ago, that's when I, yeah, I joined the Air Force in 2010. I think, I don't even think I had a decent cell phone that, yeah, no, I didn't even have like a really, even a decent cell phone that did more than texting and calling. So I don't, I, I personally, I don't even think I had a smart, well, did I? I don't know if I did yet or not. I think I I didn't have a smartphone until I got in the Air Force, my first base. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, and I have a feeling personally, we wouldn't even know what 5G is right, say this year, unless it was for the conspiracy theories. I really, truly believe that we wouldn't even know it's a thing if it wasn't for uh, coronavirus and then the conspiracies branched off of that and all that. We're going to be talking about the conspiracies later in the episode, but uh, we probably wouldn't even know this shit's going on if it wasn't for all the conspiracies that are coming out. Yeah, I see a lot of cell phone companies and like carrier, like commercials for cell phone carriers bragging that they're going to have the largest 5G network. But none of them say you can actually get a 5G phone. Um, That's the only, besides the like coronavirus conspiracy that goes along with 5G, that's the only thing I've heard about 5G is just from commercials and companies bragging about it. Yeah. Something they don't even have yet. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you all about 5G here. Now, all right. 5G is going to be used in three different types of signals. You're going to have a low band, a mid band, and a high band. Now, low band 5G operates in frequencies below 2 gigahertz. These are the oldest cellular and TV frequencies. They go a great distance, but there aren't very wide channels available, and many of those channels are being used for 4G. So, low band 5G is slow, and it acts and feels like 4G for now, and sometimes 
if you have a phone, th- keep this in mind. If you have a phone right now that is claiming you are using 5G, more more than likely it is just 4G, but they're claiming it's 5G. This is confirmed information here. So <laughs> it's kind really? of misled. Like low band 5G is essentially 4G. And if your phone says you're using 5G, more than likely you're just using 4G and they're lying to you. Huh. Well, I mean, 4G still works good. It's not. That's what I mean, I, it's not terrible. But, but no, absolutely not. I use 4G. You probably use 4G. The thing is, is that there is people in the world where they need the latest and hottest phones available. Right. So, oh, yeah, if they buy a brand new phone, they want it to have 5G. And when 5G is not available, they'll just claim it is 5G, even though they're using 4G. They just don't know the difference. And they're probably paying a fucking arm and a leg for that ugly fucking. Uh, well, yeah, I imagine because do, well, when you say 5G, because on your phone, it shows up in the top corner that yep. you're you're using like 4G, 2G, whatnot. Does yep. it actually tell them it's using 5G? Yes. Oh, sh- OK. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. So it's not just when they go to the store and the salesman's like, oh, yeah, sure, it's 5G. It's actually on their phone lying to them. Yes, absolutely. Oh, shit. Okay, that's a little different than what the, I was thinking. The the From my understanding, the phone will be completely capable of using 5G when it is available. But as of right now, 5G is not widely ava- available. And the last two, the mid-band and high-band that I'm going to be talking about, are going to be the ones in the future that we will all be using. But it's not fully there yet. Like I said, this is the first year it rolled out, and it takes a while to build an infrastructure. And when people are setting fire to the towers and stuff, it kind of slows that down. So, Just a little bit. Yeah. And and if you have a friend like that who needs to always have like the newest technology or the newest thing, Just do yourself a favor and lose their phone number because those are just some of the worst people. I cannot stand those fucking people. Well, uh, from this article in April, (laughs) the they had a list of about five phones that actually could run 5G. And I did not. The only one I recognized was the uh, Samsung Note 10 Plus. Don't know how much that phone is. And that was technically three months ago, so they definitely could have added newer phones since then. So I don't know completely, but as of, let's say, April, um, you could only get, it was like five phones. And I'm assuming they were very expensive phones at the time. So Yeah, my, uh, well, my my contract is up, I believe, in about seven, six or seven months now. So I'm not usually a... I don't get like the best phone. I usually get just like a middle of the line phone. Like what was it? Usually what I get is what was really good like a year ago. And I'll get that phone. Oh, absolutely. I do too. Like a year after. Yeah. That's like the smartest thing to do. I think when I, when I got my new phone, I think it was last year they had, uh, cause I always get the S models. I had an S six forever. And then the S 10, plus or something was out like the last generation of it and i still got a s9 something another so i didn't i didn't want to personally i didn't want to pay a thousand dollars for a phone you know but uh i guess it's 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 whatever you find value in and personally with cell phones so whatever 
But uh, anyway, let, let me continue on here. Now, mid-band 5G is in the 2 to 10 gigahertz range. That covers most current cellular and Wi-Fi frequencies as well as, well as frequencies slightly above those. These networks have a decent range uh, from their towers, often about half a mile or so. In most countries, these are the workhorse networks carrying most of the 5G traffic. Now, th like I said, these are going to be what the mid-band 5G is what most of us will be using uh, in the future. So I think in certain big cities, you can probably get it, you know, if you have one of those phones. Um, but... For the most part, most of us are probably still using 5, uh, 4G. But eventually, I would assume within three years, we'll probably all be on this mid-band 5G right here. So so kind of what I'm hearing is like the lower grade is what's probably going to be going out to like the rural areas because it spreads out so far. Pro probably. And then if you live in like the cities, you'll or if you live in the suburbs, you'll kind of be getting that mid-grade. And then if you're living like in the city center, then everywhere everyone lives really close together you'll be getting like the the higher band is that kind of no, how it's working no the high as far as i can tell right now the high band 5g um is going to be more of a business uh for businesses or like things like that that have to use a shit ton of data transfer so just businesses and three annoying hipsters at a coffee shop <laughs> probably <laughs> um, I don't know how familiar you are with like, uh, like say internet, right? You have DSL internet and then you have, uh, cable internet and then you have T1 lines. I don't know. I don't, that's how it used to be. But T1 lines are like for businesses because so many people in that facility are using the internet at one time. They needed such a powerful line. Essentially, that's what I think the high band 5G is. Okay, I know that a few years ago they were talking about. Well, it was when I lived in England. They were talking about getting fiber uh, oh, yeah. out to yeah, all yeah, of the yeah. little communities, but they were talking about projects that were three to five years away, which they probably still aren't even built. Is that still a thing where they're still trying to hook fiber up? Oh yeah, to all these communities. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, uh, uh, Adam, my co-host on uh, Bumblebub podcast, he told me a while ago that fiber internet was mainly being installed on the east coast first so it'll be a while probably before it gets to us so the decent folk are gonna get it then it's gonna trickle <laughs> down to all the peasantry that's yeah. that's nice of them <laughs> just just like every fucking thing else <laughs> all right let me tell you about uh, high band real quick now because high band from what i've gathered is the one that people are actually afraid of now it's referred to as millimeter wave um and so far this is mostly airwaves in the 20 to 100 gigahertz range. These airwaves haven't been used for cons consumer applications before. Uh, they have a very, very short range. And when you see videos of people being afraid of them installing these, like, they call them cells, but they're little connecting things on, like, lampposts and stuff. Yeah. Those are the uh, high band 5G channels. Now, these are what people are, are allegedly afraid of. Um, so they're not really even attacking regular cell phone towers. They're attacking these little high-band 5G cells. Now, the reason they set them up so close, and so many of them, is because they can't 
their range is they can transfer a shitload of data really fast, but yeah. they can't transmit a signal very far. Now, because they can't tra- transmit a signal very far, they put up a lot of towers. And essentially what they use these cell towers or cell these cells, these 5G cells for is to use as a buffer in between the regular cell phone signals. Does that make sense? So they speed it, it up does. in these little pockets. Then it gets to the like mid band or low band, then transmits the signal. I, I imagine if you live in a city, you'll be seeing those pop up because I live. Phoenix is obviously very like it's kind of a newer city. So all of the streets are very like plain. Uh, it's all into squares. So I'd imagine you'll be seeing them like at every stoplight, something like that. Every block will have those. I honestly, I didn't look like how frequently they're setting them up. But when you see like the little things people are setting up on like lampposts and stuff, that's the cells. I don't know exactly how far they can transmit, but all I know is as far as the technology is right now, it's a very short area that they can transmit so they have to use them as like a buffer it almost reminds me of so my parents right they just yep. got high high speed internet i'm air quoting here uh with the <laughs> whopping three megabytes in, but they live in the country and essentially how they got internet is one of the farms is like the main hub that picks up the signal from somewhere else then transmits it to all the other farms around there so essentially picks I up get, the signal from 2006. <laughs> Dude, three megabytes is fucking you can barely watch Netflix HD with that thing. Yeah, it's it's not great. But anyway, um, another big thing I want to drive home, like I mentioned earlier, is a lot of the 5G technology right now that a lot of people are being af- are afraid of isn't even going to be photo- fully utilized until probably the year 2022. So let me give you a timeline here. Like I said, 4G was dropped in 2010. It took until 2012 before Snapchat arrived. And when Snapchat arrived, they were able to utilize the power of 4G. And in 2013, when Uber came along, they were able to take it even further. So 5G is technically going to be there but the companies or apps or whatever that are actually going to be able to use it aren't around yet. So as you see, it's like a domino effect, kind of. So It's, it's kind of like how 4K TV sounds like. Right. 4K, 4K TV came out and everyone started buying them. And they soon realized that there was nothing for them to watch in 4K <laughs> yet for another couple of years before any of like the actual channels turn to 4k or they got the 4k like the blu-ray the nice blu-rays come out yeah like the the technology is sometimes ahead of what's actually available to use it i like even when i was at best buy when they were starting to tout you know the 1080p the uh the real hd that was a big thing back then you Mm -hmm. could get a tv that does that and then you could get your blu-ray player and all that and utilize it but as far as like cable was concerned you couldn't even watch hd channels yet but they were coming but it was still like a year out and that's essentially what it seems like that's how cell phone technology works they build the infrastructure and then other things utilize the power of what they have built so anyway let's let's move into the uh, saucier section here the is 5g actually dangerous well 
5G low band and mid band operate off the exact same wavelength that UHF television bands ran off, and they've been using that since 1952. Did we have weird viruses going around since 1952? I don't think so. Um, Not quite. No. So keep that in mind. Now, as mentioned, the high band is the one that people are worried about, especially because they see people putting up these little cells everywhere. But the fact is, right now, as of current technology, things like leaves, walls, glass, cars, clothing, and skin all block the high band frequency. So those simple things will literally block the signal from being from that being able to uh, penetrate it. So keep that in mind. Um, now, like I said, the uh, the high band wavelength is referred to as the millimeter wave, which transmits wave signals that are technically called microwaves. Okay. Now, where mm-hmm. have we heard microwave signals before? Well, microwave ovens. Right, but it <laughs> is not nearly as strong as a microwave signal. Uh, Most studies have actually found that it is completely unable to penetrate your skin, um, even at higher uh, power levels, way beyond what 5G can even do. Um, The worst that had happened to somebody is it warmed up a spot in your skin. So uh, these 5G signals can't penetrate your skin as of right now. Um, And I was seeing something that microwave signals and blue uh, blue tooth signals transmit the same level of danger which i i don't know if that's true or not but uh kind of makes you wonder maybe we shouldn't be having bluetooth in our ears all the time i've uh, i've actually heard that if you sleep with like an ipad or a cell phone or something next to your head it's not very good for you like you really should have those things like several feet away from you at all times, which makes you kind of wonder, like, I'm putting this thing in my pocket every day, you know? Well, I think I think that is one of people's greatest fears. But what what I'm saying here is the cell phone signal itself is not dangerous. Um, but it, they're finding out that the Bluetooth technology might be a little too much. Wasn't it uh, with Wi-Fi a few years ago, they were talking about how they were worried that it was disrupting bee colonies. Oh, were they? Yeah. So it turns out that it was actually a pesticide that was being used, which was killing all of the bees. And bees, have, I guess they've been making a comeback ever since they stopped using those pesticides. <laughs> but they were worried that it was Wi-Fi signals that were fucking up like bee colonies and migration and all that shit. Yeah, they never they never seem to like consider you know when they pollute the soil and stuff they never really (laughs) seem to consider that aspect it's always uh these damn kids on their fucking wi-fi networks you know these damn kids with their cell phones and their (laughs) yo-yos what about grandpa joe spraying all that shit that gives you like stage five cancer all over his fields constantly i mean that has to do something (laughs) it's got to go somewhere I, i don't know but anyway, um, actually, you led us right into the next section, uh, cell phone radiation. Now, yeah. the radio waves transmitted by base stations are a form of non-ionizing electromagnetic radiation falling at the lower end of the naturally occurring electromagnetic spectrum, which is measured in frequency and wavelength. Non-ionizing radiation includes infrared, ultraviolet, and visible light, 
uh, FM radio and Wi-Fi signals and is too weak to break chemical bonds, thus cannot cause DNA or tissue damage. Now, ionizing radiation, conversely, includes gamma and x-rays and could cause cancer and other health issues. I was reading this. Apparently, a night vision scope is included in the ionizing radiation. So, if you have one of those, uh, be careful with it. Yeah, I've only actually looked through a uh, night vision scope once. They're pretty cool if you use them to look out into space. Because, you know, if you're in a low light, like a low light pollution area, and you look out at the stars, you see like a, a shit ton of stars. You put on those night vision goggles and you see every single star in the sky. It's pretty crazy. No, that is cool. I've I've never even like looked through them at all or anything, but uh I don't I don't know. It like in the government guidelines for the uh, clarifications for these two different types of radiation, night or the the n- night vision was included in the bad one. Um <laughs> I wonder huh. if you use them too much if it does something to you. Obviously, you know x-rays and gamma rays and all that you have to wear like the lead suits. Or the lead and yeah. everything to block it. So obviously that pretty clear that that's bad for you. Um, I wonder night vision scopes. I wonder how they affect you. Yeah, I thought night vision scopes was just a series of filters, but <laughs> maybe I, it must illuminate some sort of uh, a light out of them or something. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I know that I well, I've seen a bunch of those. It's a graph and it shows you like alpha waves, beta waves. And what will stop like an alpha wave is like a piece of paper. And then beta wave is like a little bit thicker material. And then you get into like x-rays, which is lead. And then gamma rays, you'll need like feet and feet of concrete. <laughs> before you the, turn into the, the gamma rays. Will, you what's turn, that? I said with gamma rays, you're going to turn into the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's why you need <laughs> feet and feet of concrete to stop the gamma rays. But But what you can see what I'm getting at here is... As far as we know at this point, and cell phones at this junction have been around, what, 25 years, probably somewhere in there. Um, yeah, in the way that we know them as cell phones. Yeah, yeah, we there has been no signs that they cause physical damage to the body, especially if their signal is along the same lines as like a FM radio, which has been around fucking forever. Um, yeah, hundred I mean, some odd years. Yeah, so we'll probably be okay. Um, like Phil said, it, I mean, you could be precautionary and charge your cell phone away from you, or maybe don't leave it in your pocket constantly. I don't. I mean, maybe your pocket's okay. Maybe it's not on your head constantly. I don't know. I. But what we're saying is, as far as five G and it harming you physically, there's no proof that that actually happened. Yeah, but. Again, um, they also told us that cigarettes are good for you, but uh, within 25 years, we found out that wasn't true. So not not only that, doctor recommended. Yeah, <laughs> but that's because they didn't want to give up smoking. That's true. And well, I mean, when you're getting paid, true, you can just kind of say whatever you you know. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, I'll take that money. Say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> All right, you ready for the conspiracy section now? Yep. All right, we're gonna start off with. 5G can kill birds. I've uh, heard this one many times. <laughs> uh, during October 2018, the Nether- in the Netherlands, 297 birds 
were found dead, which was, uh, which was attributed to the presence of 5G trials in the area. S- similarly, in North Wales, in December 2019, 225 birds were found dead. In both of these examples, it was decided 5G was the root cause of the deaths. Uh, conversely, residents of BB in the uh, state of Arkansas awoke on January 1st, 2020 to 500 dead blackbirds strewn across lawns and roads despite there not being a 5G antenna for hundreds of miles. Uh, You said that happened in Arkansas? Yeah, BB, Arkansas. That must have been one hell of a barbecue they had. (laughs) As you know, they fucking cooked that shit up. We ate like kings, daddy. It was the greatest. Look at all them game hands out there. What if they now created a festival where every year on uh, New Year's Day, they all cook as many blackbirds as they can? Like, that's their their big festival there. That was like Christmas Day. Yeah. When the <laughs> when they fired up the 5G machine, <laughs> all the birds died. They all ate. Every one of these neighbors has a 5G cell on their house trying to kill uh, kill birds on that particular day. Trying to get all the yard bird they can. Now, going back even further, it was reported in 1904, 750,000 migrating Lapland longspurs, don't even know what that is, it's a bird, uh, were found dead in Worthington, Minnesota. Now, yes, that is a lot of fucking birds, but um, can you take a wild guess why they died? In, you said 1904? Yeah. I mean, maybe Barry Satiro took his brand new Samsung Samsung Note 10 Plus and killed them all, but I feel like he wouldn't have a signal. Well, I feel like Dick Cheney may have been a middle-aged man at that point, <laughs> and we all know how good of a hunter he is. But if none of his friends actually came out with him that day, then he'd just have to shoot birds. So well, maybe, maybe he took that many down. Maybe he thought he had 750,000 friends and he shot them all. <laughs> he was in the midst of a heart Indeed. attack and he thought they were all his friends and he shot them all. Yeah. Uh, on, honestly, all I could find, nobody really knows why these large sum of birds just end up dead like this. Um, one professor speculated that these birds were flying in a really large flock and then one of their natural predators or multiple of them came within sight and they all freaked out and they all collided and then they fell to the ground and died. That's something that he suspected, but again, we don't really know. They just are all dead mysteriously. I wonder if there was possibly like a shift in the Earth's magnetic field that somehow fucked them up. Um, Because birds have these little bones in their foreheads that work with the Earth's magnetic field, kind of like how our eardrums have little bones that move back and forth so we can hear sound. Yeah. I wonder if there was maybe like a really bad shift in the field and that just gave him a fucking stroke or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I suppose that could happen. Um, I don't know. It's such a, I couldn't even imagine waking up in the morning and there's just like dead birds everywhere. Just blanketing your yard. Yeah. I, that'd be so creepy. I don't know. It's, I would assume that is a sign of the apocalypse. I don't know. Your old dog, Shep, would go fucking insane. Oh, yeah, he would. Oh, yeah, he would. All right. I remember him. I remember him taking down birds in their prime. It was great. (laughs) 
He was a killer. Anyway, yeah. um, now the next one here, 5G can kill plants, okay? Now, this conspiracy began when a bunch of images went viral of trees that had fallen over in the Siberian town of Alexinac. Um, apparently, I don't, I apologize, you can probably tell on the show we're not that great at Russian. Um, Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, when these pictures went viral, people began to speculate that because of the 5G, it had caused the trees to die, and then the government was removing them to hide the fact that 5G uh, had killed these trees. It quickly came out that um, that was stupid, and according to a local politician, they were literally getting rid of rotten trees and planting new maple trees as a part of reconstruction on this particular area in the town of uh, in this town in Siberia. So it'd basically be like where you live, there's dead trees that are, you know, whatever, in a public park or something, they're replacing them. And instantly people go like, oh, the 5G killed the trees. That's essentially how that started. Yeah. Well, that's that does happen here with uh, those palm trees that they brought in. Like old developments that are like 20 to 30 years old, those palm trees are starting to die off because they're obviously not, you know, naturally grown here. They bring them in from elsewhere. So obviously, yeah, if they brought in a brand new truckload of like those palm trees, then you could say that shit as well. Like, oh, they just put a 5G tower up two miles away and now all these palm trees are dying. (laughs) Like, no, those palm trees have been dying for years now. (laughs) Since they were planted, they've been dying. As I've gotten through this uh, 5G conspiracy, I'm starting to wonder if this isn't like the elaborate work of a bunch of trolls. Who eventually caused like a, a, you know, whatever chaos within the internet of people believing this is actually dangerous. Well, they're not the trolling champions of conspiracy. That would be flat earthers. Ah, followed yes. closely behind by chemtrail assholes. True, true. Good call. There are no more successful trolls than flat earthers. <laughs> now, um, our next one here is is five G bad for your health? Now, like I mentioned earlier, as far as studies have shown. They can't, none of these signals can penetrate your skin. They can't uh, cause cancer because they can't interrupt your cells or anything like that. But it is believed that this conspiracy uh, started because there is a picture of an engineer who is climbing on a telecoms pole with a hazmat suit on. Now, if you look closer at the picture, he was actually using hazardous chemicals to clean all of his equipment which is yeah. why he had the hazmat suit on. And if you look up multiple other pictures, you can find countless number of them of workers installing 5G equipment without a hazmat suit on. So they basically just isolated this one picture and said, oh, they're all wearing hazmats because it's all dangerous and they're killing everybody. Yeah, that's the... the we're, we were talking about pseudoscience last week and how these conspiracy people will just kind of grab onto one little piece and then kind of form it into like some, like all the rest of their bullshit into what they want just to help prove itself. Yeah. As fit their narrative. like that. What's that? Yeah. To like fit their narrative that they're pushing. Yeah. I don't think hazmat suits don't really protect you from that kind of like if, if the radiation was that bad, like a, like a normal hazmat suit that you would use for chemicals, I don't think would do the same like level of protection 
you would almost need like kind of like the like the lead lined uh hazmat suits which look a lot different oh you mean like uh for people who are like going into chernobyl or something like a fukushima yeah like those always look a lot like different than when people use the hazmat suits for the chemicals okay so yeah he was probably literally just wearing this because maybe the chemicals to clean his tools had a uh inhalant warning or something you know what i mean yeah, well, OSHA regulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it basically the whole thing is stupid, and they're just pushing <laughs> narratives with it. Now, the yeah. the next one I find probably the most interesting of all of them. Um, as we mentioned, five G caused COVID nineteen. Now, in March, uh, Doctor Thomas Cohen, a U.S. doctor on disciplinary uh, probation, claimed. 5G poisoned cells in the body, forcing them to excrete waste, which eventually became known as COVID-19. Uh, Cohen, I, I don't know if it's Cohen or Cowan, doesn't really matter, uh, suggests the emergence of the Spanish flu in 1918 coincided with the launch of commercial radio services in 1920, while he also claims that the fact Wuhan is ground zero for COVID-19 and was the first uh, city to have 5G technology installed in it. Now, while Wuhan was used as a city for 5G trials, unfortunately, it had been uh, already in use in big cities, which included Beijing, Shanghai, <laughs> Gangsu, and Hangzhou. Sorry, I don't know. The, I assume they're big <laughs> cities in China. I apologize. So keep in mind, this guy's saying that it started in Wuhan, but it actually started in all these other large Chinese cities, then went to Wuhan way, you know, way beforehand. So COVID-19 didn't start in the large city. So why would it miraculously start in Wuhan if that's believed where the virus came from? You know what I mean? From what like you were talking about before, 5G has been tested all over the world. Like you said, it was tested in Europe, tested in the United States, all of these places. And it's not like COVID-19 just emerged from all of these different locations. Also, how could I catch, like, if I, if, like, me, like, for people in general, if you caught COVID-19 from someone else and I've never been exposed to 5G, <laughs> like, how is that something like a disease caused by 5G, if it can be transferred to other people, unless it was like a virus. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's where we get into the point that it doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's why a fucking yeah. cell phone tower did not create a virus. I don't know. Unless, how unless these cell phone towers are somehow mass generators for like viral strands. I really don't see that happening at all. Yeah, and it, it doesn't make sense for... You know, if we watch a map of essentially where the virus has traveled, you know, it started what they believe is in China, kind of hit Europe, then came to the United States like that. And now it's down in South America. Essentially, that would be how a virus would travel if it started in, uh, you know, China or whatever. So if it was transmitted through like human to human contact, yeah, human to human yeah. contact versus the 5G towers that were being tested everywhere. Before it even went to Wuhan. So I, I don't know. Now, I want to bring this up, too, so we can uh, mock these people a little bit. Um, 
Pittsburgh, of course. <laughs> some of them might be from there. Uh, some celebrities who are actually endorsing the 5G created COVID-19. And some of these people, it makes me so, it makes me really sad. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Okay. You know who he is? Yep. Famous rapper. Uh, this one makes me really sad because I love this man so much. Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. God damn he's a, it. He's a big time conspiracy guy. God damn it. Uh, John Cusack. Uh, well, he's not really that relevant anymore, I don't think. Nope. Uh, someone named Amir Khan, who I guess is a fighter, really popular fighter right now. Um, All right. MIA. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, she... Uh, she was a really famous singer. I think it's, I think it's actually a band. I'm trying. I think Michael Moore's documentary Capitalism. That theme song is the, uh, by them, where it has okay. the gunshots and then the cash register. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yep. yep okay. Yep. I remember. Um, now the last guy. I just recently learned this man is literally fucking insane. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr. Were you aware he was absolutely insane? No, I haven't heard that. Yeah, that's uh, that's Robert Kennedy, the one, the presidential candidate who died in 1968. That's his kid. Yeah, we cut. Okay. You you covered his assassination, and his yeah. kid is literally batshit crazy. Um, I think I quoted him in that episode. Oh, that's scary. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> you'll get okay. a you get you get a quick note. He posts like. Bill Gates is killing us all memes and shit all the time. He's insane. Um, okay, now the next one I have here is 5G weakens the immune system, thus transmitting COVID-19. Now, okay, like we said, people are afraid that 5G towers are going to make you sick, which will make your immune system weaker, which will then be more likely that you will get COVID-19, okay? I guess the series of uh, thoughts make sense although like i said prior is non-ionizing radiation has never been known to weaken or damage the human human body um and like i said we've had fm signals we've had wi-fi all that shit forever doesn't seem to affect people so yeah they kind of uh apparently this whole thing got started because someone created or took a video of people from Hong Kong revolting. Okay. You know, obviously Hong Kong has been fighting for their independence or whatever against China for what, two years now. And there's protests. Well, what? Yeah. So since Hong Kong was given back to China from the British, I think in 99 and they've been getting, they had an agreement right off the bat that kind of gave them their autonomy. But China's been taking them back slowly and infiltrating their city government like slowly over the years. But but there's a lot and a lot of protests of people revolting against that. Yes. Um, And what what someone did was took videos of the Hong Kong protesters revolting and claimed that they were actually attacking 5G towers to try to stop COVID-19. The people actually ate it up and believed it. So, again, I don't know if this is a troll doing this. I really don't know. It would be easy to do nowadays because you don't really have people sitting down and watching legitimate news. You mostly have people, like, just looking at their their news feed and just reading the headlines and seeing the big picture or in social media. 
They don't actually read the article. They just see the picture, read the headline, and then that's all they take away from it. So disinformation of that kind right now would be really easy these days. Well, it reminds me of uh, one of uh, our fans, Courtney, who posted that meme that said all this really it's uh, cryptic shit that sounded really believable, right? Then you mm-hmm. read on the bottom, it's like, oh, I just took this picture off of Google, typed all this shit on there, and then people instantly believe it. And I'm just proving a point that you shouldn't believe what is actually happening via memes on the internet. No, yeah. It's <laughs> meme gener like you can it doesn't take some genius like writer or journalist to make a meme. Any asshole can make a fucking meme. Yeah. It's not it shouldn't be your only source of news. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, apparently that's how that belief got started. And as we've seen, uh, people in Florida and I think people in Britain have burnt down these towers. I don't know if it's because of that exactly, but they obviously have caused significant damage because they believe this is the source of the virus. Um, Now, this is another interesting thing here is people believe that the virus, uh, specifically COVID-19, can communicate via radio waves, okay? Now, there was there has been a study that's been done that shows that certain bacteria communicate via electromagnetic waves, okay? But as we know, bacteria and viruses are very, very different, and the study didn't study viruses, I guess. So they proved that bacteria, that's how they communicate with each other, but viruses... We don't really know how they communicate with each other, but somehow they've warped the bacteria doing that as the radio waves are actually attracting COVID-19. Does that make sense? Okay. So, yeah. uh, obviously, bacteria and viruses act very differently. Maybe viruses communicate that way, but again, I don't know if the radio waves or electromagnetic waves are somehow attracting all this bacteria that's killing people, right? Pretty sure we haven't seen that. Yeah, I've never actually heard this before. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense, right? Uh, bacteria is a living thing, so they communicate somehow. Yeah, I always thought it was just uh, like they commu- if they did communicate, it was like chemically. I guess they found out they can. You got to remember, this isn't all of them. It's just some yeah, okay. of them. So just some of them. Yeah, and obviously there's. God knows how many different types of bacteria in the world. Yeah. So it's, uh, but again, this is a perfect example of twisting information um, to fit your narrative, right? Yeah. There is some really interesting, I know there was studies on this where, so you know how the human body is basically like a biosphere for like billions and billions of bacteria, uh, all these little bugs that live inside of our skin follicles, all this crap. Yeah. They were saying uh, there was like a study where they were trying to prove that it's possible that our bodies are actually a vehicle and the bacteria are driving us. Like the bacteria in your stomach are telling your brain to eat something because the bacteria want to eat that and not because your brain wants to eat that. It's pretty interesting. You know how that um, there's that cat, that disease that people with cats have yeah. that causes them to <laughs> um, be attracted to the smell of cat piss yeah. and yeah. be attracted to have more and more cats so that the, I think it's a, might be a bacteria or a virus. I'm not sure, but it causes you to get more cats so that 
you can pass it on to other cats because the cats want to be inside the brain of another cat. You mean the bacteria? Is it bacteria? Okay, yeah. Or I'm I'm saying whatever it is, they want to be in the brains of another cat. Yeah, the bacteria wants to be so let's say if it's bacteria. The bacteria wants to be in the brain of a cat and not a human. But if it finds itself in the brain of a human, then it'll actually um cause you to want to have more and more cats cuz it makes you like the smell of cat piss. Uh this is actually past <laughs> this is actually a mechanism for the the bacteria to what'll happen is it'll get into the brains of mice and then make mice less afraid of cats so that instead of running away from cats it'll have the mice come around cats cuz it likes the smell of cat piss and then that way it can the mouse can be eaten by the cat and get into the brain of the cat but it works on humans also it rewires our brains as well huh okay weird yeah. You know what that sounds like? A perfect subliminal deception episode. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, that would be a good one. That actually. would that that is fascinating. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I figured you have you have you're a cat person, so I figured you would have heard. Well, I've of that heard of now. the cat thing, but like the uh, the hunger. If we're hungry for something specific, it's a bacteria in our body telling us we should eat that. Oh yeah, that part. I have no idea if that was just like a like a hypothesized like an idea that they never, I don't know if they got around to actually like writing a paper or making a study. I had just heard about it. So it's one of those things where it's like in the preliminary study. Oh, okay. So it'll be presented on the today show as factual information. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All over CNN. Uh, don't anyway. forget to buy a Honda. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to move on to the very last one. It's a real quick one is the government lockdown. Now, some people believe that the entire government lockdown was for nothing more put but to install 5G towers convert covertly. Covertly. Yes, this is yeah. so stupid. Um basically how this one started is the parish of Glastonbury uh prevented the deployment of a 5G anta uh, antenna in the Glatzenbury Festival in 2019. Now, so they opposed it. I don't know why they opposed it, but people took this as they were revolting against 5G technology. And, I don't, and then it kind of warped into believing that because they revolted against the 5G being started that the 5G maybe was going to be used for some militaristic weapon. I It's just like a whole snowball effect. Basically, these citizens didn't want a 5G antenna put up in their town, so they somehow got the local government to shut it down. Don't know yeah. why. It's really stupid. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. What do, you, what do you make of that one? Well, I mean, unless you find out what the real reason that they petitioned the government to not put these cell, not put these 5G towers up. It could have been one of the things like Dave. people fight, people fight against putting windmills up all the time because it's not very aesthetically pleasing for like the landscape. Was it like True. maybe that sort of situation? I would, it was either that I assumed or taxpayer money. Those are the two yeah. things that I assumed that, they felt, Funding could be a big thing of that, too. Yeah, like their little town, they didn't want their money wasted on this 5G tower. So 
that could be. Um, I know like a good example of this is in Minnesota. When you go from like where I live in St. Paul to uh, say Rochester, right? There's yeah. all these brand new power lines, like humongous ones. And they're up right now. And there's still people who have signs in their, on their property that say, stop the construction of these power lines. And literally all it does is supplies more power from like Minnesota to South Dakota or something like that. It's, I don't know. <laughs> they're like protesting that. And I'm just like, why do you care? I, I don't know. I've driven on that road many, many times as, as you have as well. Those people should realize that they are some of the least significant people. <laughs> like yeah. that drive is so desolate between yeah. Rochester, Minnesota and the cities. God, there's just nothing. There's like nothing four towns, population of 600 or less, but there's four towns. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that entire town revolves around like there's a gas station there four people making that drive. That's it. That's the reason. And a hotel. That's the yep. reason why that fucking road is there. <laughs> anyway, Phil, I want you to tell me, do you, does any part of you, any of these conspiracies, any of these beliefs about 5G, do you think there's dangers or there anything that maybe you should be worried about? What, what speaks to you on this? Well, um, first off, the idea that 5g towers weaken your immune system and that's why we're more susceptible to covid um i mean it's still kind of far-fetched but i guess that like the thought that 5g is spreading covid is kind of stupid but the thought that maybe these 5g signals are weakening our immune system maybe that you know could be a little bit more plausible i still don't think it's true but it's more plausible there's also um one other thing and the second thing probably i would have to say was the whole like the covid19 us going on lockdown right away uh possibly i mean obviously we were all stuck inside because they were worried about the transmission of the virus and we almost had it licked i guess until we were allowed to leave our homes and go to the bars and whatnot but I mean, if you were looking for possibly like a conspiratory reason why they were trying to keep us inside, um, telling us to stay inside to maybe lessen our exposure to 5G while they were testing it in bigger cities, maybe something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's possible, but they've been testing it in cities since last year. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> maybe I, mass testings in like larger cities, though. It could be. I I. I don't know. I, me personally, I just think that, um, because of the escalation of all the shit that's transpired in 2020, it's kind of just gave people an outlet to, uh, kind of find conspiracies wherever they can, which I think kind of leads into the Wayfair thing, kind of, um, you know, people kind of seeing something because they're bored and quarantined, kind of latching on to it. Um, but, I don't know, Maybe if, giving their life a little purpose. Uh, if uh, if 4G has been fine, I'm pretty sure 5G is going to be just fine. Technically, if you really cared that much, you can move out into the country and you won't be affected by 5G, even though all the small towns literally where you and I grew up, Phil, they definitely don't have 5G and they definitely have cases of COVID-19. So. Oh, maybe yeah, that's definitely. maybe that's not going to say like that Amish meme I posted earlier today, because um, I was back in Iowa last weekend. 
the Amish are totally concerned about COVID-19. They don't have any technology at all. So, all right. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they hate, Amish hate going to the hospital too. They yeah. will not go to the hospital until they are near death. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, they're, uh, they'll let God decide their fate, I guess. They're those types of folks, but, uh, they won't go to, even if their appendix has bursted inside their abdomen, they still are a little wary of going to the hospital. Probably worried about paying taxes. <laughs> The only the only time I can remember from growing up that they went to the hospital is when uh, one of their kids broke his leg and they had to go to Rochester or something. Mm. Must have been a terrible fucking break. <laughs> Probably like bones sticking out of everywhere, I'd assume. But yeah, uh, or just shattered a tibia or something. Uh <laughs> That's probably even worse. But anyway, Phil, <laughs> um, if they want to send their hate mail along with last week's hate mail, where can they do that? All hate mail can be sent straight to our email, subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. We also accept hate mail through our Instagram account, Subliminal Deception Podcast on IG. Cody and I have our own receptacles for hate mail. Mine is stpodphil. Sorry, mine is SD Pod Phil, and I have really actually been mainly using that one as of the past few weeks. So get a hold of me on that. Cody, what's yours? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Cody's Above. Uh, yeah, just follow me, talk with me, send me some uh, conspiracies. But I'm going to tell you, I'm always the skeptical one. So just keep that in mind. But. Uh, yeah, follow us on there. Talk to us. The last thing we need you to do is to log on to iTunes, leave the show a hateful five-star review. Be really hateful if you did that. If you want to hate us even more, uh, and you're a Spotify user, you hit the follow button. That is a really mean way to uh, prove to us that you really hate us. But anyway, oh, guys. I was, I was also going to say, don't forget to uh, leave your suggestions for the death pool of Jezeline oh, Maxwell. Yes. Yes, please do. Contact we are Go we ahead. are actually going to create that death pool and we have to figure out some kind of prize maybe. Something that we can send the lucky fan who guesses. You'll have to guess the what was it, the method and the and the, the time frame also. <laughs> I mean technically if you can even get the time frame, you might be the big winner anyway. But that's uh, true. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh email us those, message us on Instagram, whatever you want to do, that'd be fantastic all right guys that's gonna close us out on the 5g coverage here don't worry about 5g probably look more into the bluetooth signals maybe worry more about those because those seem more dangerous but uh anyway guys we'll be back next week with another conspiracy all right thanks guys <laughs> <laughs>